He needs more energy. Welcome to your other podcast. Let's throw the hands, jazz hands. Welcome to your other podcast. Welcome to your other podcast. This is your other podcast, and uh, we're on episode 118, is it now? Trying something yeah. a little new. We're recording live and uh we're gonna record and you know edit and put it out. So this is pretty cool. We're on Twitch at uh your other podcast that uh, twitch.tv slash your other podcast. Um yeah, and this is uh we're starting it up. We got Zach here, we got yeah. Jose, and we got Trinka and keeping uh up on the you know companies and the the shady shit they do or whatever, because I work for a company now, I was fucking looking into you know, I'm a math guy, Jose, so I like doing math even for fun. So I was sitting there. And I was thinking to myself, how much money did Meyer and or Walmart make last year? Because I like <laughs> those are like big companies that notoriously treat their, uh, you know, workers like shit, don't pay them in, as much and blah, blah, blah. Right. And turns out um, they made about Walmart made about one hundred and forty five billion dollars profit last year. Right. So then okay. I'm sitting there thinking, OK. $5 extra an hour for every employee. So I looked up how many employees they have. That's 2 million employees times 5 is 10 million. Then I did times 30 hours because the average, I would say that the average worker that works there works probably 30 hours. Not everybody's 40. Not everybody's 30. Uh, not everybody's like 20. So it's probably in the middle. So I did 30 hours a week. Then I did times 52 weeks to get a number. to See how much extra money per year they'd be paying every single person if they paid five extra dollars to, uh, you know, an hour to every single person. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it came out to about 15 billion. So if you think about that, that's about just a little bit more than 10%. So they would lose only 10% of their maximum profits every year to pay every single employee in the yeah. entire company. And that, it, I, I think when I looked up employees, that includes like higher ups, which probably don't need the raise. So it's probably even less than this, actually. It's a, it's about 10% is what they would lose in their profit to pay every single person that work at that works in the entire company five extra dollars an hour the entire year. That's insane to me. That's greedy as fuck, bro. You could actually pay your fucking workers well and actually probably get good work out of them. You know what I'm saying? Because you're getting not quality work at, like a Walmart or a Meyer. Let's be real. You're going to work for what you're getting paid, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, that just seemed super greedy and super insane. Like, because I, I never put the numbers down on paper to actually see it. But that yeah, was... You, you can tilting. torture yourself all day thinking about that. That was There's a, a billion companies out there that you could say the same thing for. Yeah. They, that's, that's one of the things is like when we look at what does a company, uh, what are they doing business for, right? And most of them, once they become publicly traded companies, are doing business for their shareholders, right? Yeah. So to do business for your shareholders, yeah. you need to increase profits year over year. Only, you can't yeah. stay the same. You have to increase profits. So even if you made $100 billion last year, no, well, then now this year you have to make 110 Or you're seen as maybe you're going, bad, you're going the wrong way and people are going to start jumping ship. And then you're going to, you know, your, your company's going to go belly up because you have nobody believing in you. Uh, so that's the problem. It becomes this like game of how we can always make more money. 
at the expense of yeah. it starts to be at the expense of the employees, at the expense of the customers, at every every and kind you, of facet. You got to come up with real good excuses for if you're below. Like, oh, it was a big investment like, year like for us. You got to make up all these things and right. That's what's uh, weird to it's me. One guys. The, like, well, it's one of the like. It's one. Go ahead. The fact that you can own pieces of a company. And then if you sell it, they're going to lose money on the whole right there. So maybe they can't even keep operations going. But technically, if nobody owned a single share in Walmart and somehow they could recoup the money immediately, they wouldn't go out of fucking business. Everybody goes there. They wouldn't need anybody to be giving them any shareholders. They make enough profit to just do it themselves at this point. So but now they're locked in because when you begin, you're like, oh, we're going to go public and then it'll give us more money now to deal with that. And then we can pay out our shareholders. Yeah, later. But then you, yeah, then you're always beholden to the shareholders. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you didn't have to do that and then your company just made profit anyway. Now you, you're not afraid. You don't have to worry about making you can stay well, stagnant the and thing, be fine. The thing with uh, going public, right, is because if you're a private company. Um, you have, how do you raise capital going public raises you capital? You could sell off a percentage of your company, say 40% to shareholders or, well, it's usually way higher. You just have to be a majority shareholder. Um, and you immediately gain all that money. So if you're trying to expand, grow, do anything like that, you can either slow, you know, the, the slow slug it out over a couple of years trying to raise capital, or you could just go public and then automatically you have all this money sitting in your lap. So that's what they do. But then again, you're controlled by the shareholders and everything else, else you do doesn't matter unless it's for the shareholders. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. So there was a blog post made by an um, ex-Microsoft employee for an issue that they helped a company work on. And this issue was a bunch of laptops from a, uh, two certain manufacturers that were bricking. They would just shut off, die, not work anymore. And as they looked into this, have you guys ever heard of resonant frequencies? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know out there listening, uh, just think of like when someone sings to break a glass, right? If, they f- if you find the right frequency to match something, it will vibrate violently. Everything has like a natural a... frequency. If you match it, it amplifies its natural vibration. Yeah. What I like to think of it, if you're if you're having trouble wrapping your head around it, is a uh, trampoline, right? So, like, if you're jumping on a trampoline and your friends are jumping on a trampoline, if you match jumps, if you match the ups and downs, yep. you then shoot up into the sky, right? Because you're, you're like, building on their energy. So, yeah. Yeah. So, they found out that <laughs> there was a song by Janet Jackson called okay. Rhythm Nation that when okay. played through their laptops would match the resonant frequency of hard drives and brick the hard drive because the patterns How, okay. would... <laughs> How the hell do they find that out? Do they're like, what were you doing right before? I was listening to Janet Jackson's song from 1996. Like, what? How do they find that out? I think all it would take... Out? like At first, of course, it's like, how do you diagnose that? But when enough people are like, when you ask them, what was the last thing you were doing on it? All you need is a second person to say that for it to be like, this is strange. Yeah. You know, because how so, many people are listening to Janet Jackson's album? But do they even remember the- what l- album they're listening to? They're just like, I was listening to music. Like, it had to click in someone's brain. They're like, wait a second. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, it just, it blows my mind how they found that out. Uh, yeah, they said it did take them a while, but I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I have another. I have something 
branching off of that. Yeah, Janet Jackson's. What was what's the song? Rhythm Nation. So be Rhythm careful. That's gonna have, be the. I don't. That's yeah, gonna be the outro mention, song. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't mention what year it the laptops affected were, but right. Be so careful. If you're listening if your laptop's to this, older. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast on the laptop, uh, just beware. Our outro song today is going to be Rhythm yeah. Nation. So. They had to reprogram the BIOS for the computer to cut out that frequency in any music played through those speakers from then on that point. That's So that it didn't hilarious. break more. So that, That's fucking that leads hilarious. me into, like, how the hell did they find that out? So there was a, uh, there was a voting. There was, they were voting for, I don't know, mayor, student council. I don't know what it was. But it was uh, v- the, the standard voting machines where you go up and you click the screen and you pick what you want, whatever. Um, and at the end of the election, they found out that one of the candidates had more votes than people that existed in that county. So they're like, well, something's fucking shady. Yeah. They're going through everything, everything, everything. They can't figure it out. Can't figure out why this person had so many extra votes. Um, so they tally up this voting system. Obviously, you know, it's digital, but then they have the ballots. So when they go through the ballots, it's off by like 2056 votes so they're like what the hell's going on how has this happened and when they did all the research and they finally got to the answer what it was was uh what it was, like was. a particle was it was was yeah uh a particle uh like a i don't know a high energy particle from space had hit the one of the memory uh one of the memory chips on the hard drive or no no in the processor and flipped a logic gate so it flipped the logic gate. When it flips the logic gate, it, it went from it added, you know, two fifty six votes to her thing because it turned that logic gate that that single gate from a zero to a one. Oh, so it was like mechanically the exact like, yeah, you know, twenty forty eight, which is like a commonly used computer. They they yeah, count yeah, by yeah. certain ten fifty six. Tw- yeah, twenty forty eight. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, so apparently that happens frequently and now they build, they like build for it. There are high energy particles that will actually flip a, uh, what is it? Transistor logic gate. What is it called? Anyway, it'll flip it's it from a zero, a zero to a one. one dude. It's just flipping a yeah. zero one. Don't, don't, don't uh, it, it, give too much, you know, but it flips, but it flips it, um, mechanically like it flips it to, to then now you have a completely different. These things thing. are so small. Like they're like, Hundreds of times smaller than a red blood cell. That's how small these gates are that you're talking about. And you're right. Yeah. They do build for it. And there, there's two schools of thought. There's for anyone who's seen uh, and wondered what EMMC memory is that you can buy online. You probably don't need it, but it's built to withstand uh, that. And for space travel, you can either pay an insane amount of money for memory that's built to resist it. Or just put two or three of everything and then have them check with each other before they make a decision. Uh, nice, nice. So hey, it's old, way cheaper old, to do it that way, but it takes up the more old space. blockchain. The you old think blockchain. it was a uh, yeah. neutrino? It might have been. Because that's one of them super small particles that barely. Do, like, do you know the, st- the story of how they found out that it exists in the first place? I think Jose does because we talked about this before. But um, they built like a lake underground in like complete darkness filled with transistors and and like just things all around it just things that would catch any particle and then be able to relay it back to a computer and i forget how long it took them but it was some amount of years for them to actually have one hit one of the you know sensors in the thing to actually say that 
this particle does exist and be able to prove it exists. But it was like literally a, like the size of like a, a a small lake or something that they just built underground, like a big open area with nothing but water and sensors. And they eventually caught one going through the earth uh, because it you hit know, one of those sensors in there. That, now that you mention that, it's kind of surprising to me that people complain and freak out about like 5G but never talk about like the insane amount of particles that just fly through your brain at every second. Yeah, just yeah, part, or yeah, neutrinos, uh, any sort of radiation. Well, uh, luckily, luckily, most of like the gamma radiation and stuff gets blocked by our atmosphere, or else we'd just be fucked every yeah, single day, mag- dude. Just every day, you go outside. And we still get plenty fucked. going through our head, though, which is kind of mind blowing to just think that stuff is just going through you right now. now. I have an excuse why I'm such a piece of shit, dude. My brain's all fucked up by these particles, my guy. Yeah. So I have I have two things I want to talk about with this. I mean, you got two me things. going. Like I want two to talk things. about I want to talk about uh I want to talk about sunspots and solar storms and their chances to have a, an extreme solar storm or or even a uh, supernova pointed at us from you know two million light years away. But if it was pointed in our direction and it happened to intersect with us, and then I also want to talk about um, interchangeable. Oh, sorry, I got a coffee. Hey, Atrinka, for for future podcast reference, I think you don't have to tell us the second thing. It's like more, it's more um, natural if you just start with the first thing and then get to your second point after. No, I get that. No, I completely get that, but I'm going to forget. It's (laughs) the reason I'm telling you. That that and he's trying to let us know uh, for the meta of the podcast that don't talk over me yet. Yeah, I have something No, no, no. You could definitely talk over me. I just want to be reminded of the second thing. Go ahead. The second thing is, uh, what are the entangled entanglement? I want to talk about. Entanglement. Oh yeah, quantum entanglement. Oh, but yeah, one yeah, second. Yeah. I I want to tell you one one thing. I was wrong, and I'm going to just correct myself. I'm pretty sure it's our magnetic field that actually blocks the radiation that hits us. Not yeah, it's our, our mag. It's our right. No, it's our magnetosphere. Yeah. It's, and it's ozone. Yeah, it's because magnetosphere. after you said that, I remembered. Oh yeah. Because that's one of the reasons it was a huge deal that ozone was being stripped away. Hmm. Um. So. With the solar storms and stuff, we'll start with that. Um, it, I find it incredible that like everybody just goes about their day, not like, and w- we barely ever talk about it until there's potential to be a large solar storm pointed in our direction. But like everything we have relies on technology right now. Everything we have relies can, on something that can be lost to an EMP. Yeah. Like if we, and yeah. that's basically what a solar storm would come, so come many through people as, right? Would die instantly. If yeah, we, pacemakers right. would just stop working. Yeah. yeah, everything would just like it's insane Every because hospital. we built such a society, such a society that's completely going to be crippled if we get a large EMP, a large solar storm pop through our atmosphere that that our magnetosphere cannot stop. Um, not only that, but have you seen what happens, like the um, graphics or whatever the visuals of what happens when a supernova happens to a star like millions of light years away? But it shoots out like an insane in like two directions. Yeah, two usually. Directions, yeah. Uh, front and behind. Or side uh, and side. This just, is, just what uh, is it called? Solar solar flare. What is it called? No, that it it's, shoots out. Uh, gamma. Coronal it's gamma mass radiation. Gamma ray. I think it's gamma ray. Gamma ray. It's just anyway. It shoots out an insane like burst. Uh, and if that were to hit us somehow, which is which is highly unlikely, like it, it'd be. It'd be yeah. that chances are low, but if it did, just completely destroy our atmosphere. I think and it's the thing a gamma is, away. Yeah, 
And they travel at the gamma ray burst. They travel at the speed of light. So it would be erased before you even knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. You would be, we could be completely dead. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's, that's the comforting insane. bit is that you won't have to live with the fear of it. You just be deleted quicker than anyone ever could be. Uh, yeah. But yeah, would that would just, happen? Yeah. Would the atmosphere get stripped away at such a rate that we would all also just be murdered yeah. like it was the worst windstorm um, that have ever I hit mean, us? Or would we be just like standing on the moon? Baked. I don't think we've seen it happen, but based on just raw mathematical energy Ooh. calculations, we would just be wiped off the face. Yeah, the I Earth feel like just almost glassed. incinerated immediately. It's like a late point of be... giant Earth-sized or bigger than an Earth laser at us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it would be great if it just knocked our atmosphere off and everybody in the world dies except for like some old man who was taking a shit with his uh, oxygen tank and he comes out just still with his oxygen tank and he's like, what the fuck's going on? I think he he's would walk outside fine. and immediately fry he's from the sun's fine. rays. <laughs> no, no, no. He's in his house. He's in his house just like, well, what's what's happening? <laughs> Turns well, yeah, on the TV. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have atmospheric pressure anymore, which would be a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a lot true. of what keeps helps uh, keep the gas inside your body. Yeah, it just gets sucked out of your body. Uh, yeah. Uh, it would be bad. And the second thing I want to talk about was entanglement. So do you guys know the details of exactly how entanglement works? Um, I feel like they're fuzzy. I feel like I've looked it up and it's not like a great explanation. So basically, okay. So how quantum entanglement works is right. You take two protons, neutrons, whatever the, whatever the it's particle electrons. is that they use. They almost do electrons. it significantly with electrons or uh, sorry, right. singularly with electrons. Right, and basically you flip one. I'm going to give you a really lamest term because I looked it up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But you, fl- you, you entangle them in a certain way that you know that when you look at one, the other must be X. Like you know what the other yeah, one, is one is because plus, you know the what other this is one minus. is. Exactly, yeah, you know exactly opposite. what it's going to be. Right, so then you could take that electron far away and you can read yours and you'll know what the other one is, mm-hmm. right? But the problem with that is everybody always talks about entanglement as a way to... Um, teleport. Well, you can't because it's you could read it only one way, right? So, like, I might be able, you might be able to take a message. I might be able to tangle particles and such a like with so much data that you could take it away and read the message, and then I I I will automatically know what that message is, right? Mm-hmm. But that's it. Now we have to get back together to re-entangle particles. Um. So it doesn't. You can't entangle at distance. You have to entangle and then carry. Yeah, so those two could go either way, though, because you could also encode. So I feel like what you would have to do is have multiple entangled particles, and some are for receiving and some are for sending. And then, so as long as they could always send you messages one way, and then you could send a message the other way with the other one. But either way, you can also affect the electron because if you were to switch yours to positive, the other one would become negative. Yeah. So you actually can affect but it. But like once you read it, code. right? But once you read it, you destroy the entanglement. Correct? No. No. I think you do. Once you read one side, the other side flips, and then you, the entanglement's destroyed. I think. Once uh, you no, read no, no, no. You You're thinking it. of the weird Anybody stuff that the... happens with uh, electrons. That when you look at them, they're in a different spot. So whenever you try to right. look at electrons, you can't you're know. Never seeing you where can't know their at. position and their velocity at the same time. Yeah, or yeah, yeah but like you could you definitely yeah. take information from electrons. That's uh, or that's Breaking Bad. Actually, you're quoting Breaking Bad right there. Is it? Uh, yeah. Whenever you look the, at a math dealer, you can't actually know where he's at. 
No, it's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle See, that he's quoting. Which is... I <laughs> have never watched Breaking Bad. Mm. It's well, uh, pretty good for I wanted a while. to say I wanted to say Ron White's character. Yeah, Ron That's White's character is amazing. Yeah. Ron White's what character is, is he the is he the what? fucking <laughs> what's what's his fucking joke? I hate those fucking guys. But his is like uh, tater salad. Tater. Is he tater salad? Yeah, t- yeah, tater tater salad. Uh, you know, quote in the, or his character in that. Uh, now Walter White, who's the chemistry teacher. Well, he, when he his Jack drug White. dealer name is yeah Jack White's name is Heisenberg. In his like drug dealer name, yeah. they, they call oh. him Heisenberg. Yeah. Okay, that's punny. Mm-hmm. But that's Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, saying that if you look at an electron, you can only know its position or its speed. You can't know both. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's yep. um what's his name? It's Schrodinger's cat, right? You can know you can open the box and know if it's both, alive or yeah. dead, or you can't. Yeah. Or it can be both alive and dead. It's like a both it's kinda like you don't know. You yeah. know it's there, and you know it's one of one of two, but you can't tell. I'm definitely would. I definitely would uh, be interested to see if we ever you like if we are if people are even like trying to think of what to do with quantum entanglement. Because I feel like if you entangled enough electrons, you could it could be used to affect like a whole machine somewhere else, and you could control something like way yeah. away from the Earth. But you here's the saying? thing: I've heard that this may not be the coveted faster than light communication that we're really looking for because that right now their understanding of it is when they make the change to one of the particles there's some quantum weirdness that goes on where it doesn't happen actually instantly and it kind of accounts for what the speed of light is so they don't understand the means of what's going on there but there's enough delay that it seems like it still may be stuck at the cosmic speed limit yeah yeah, that makes sense. Do you think what happens when you break the cosmic speed limit, when you break the speed of light, is you just enter a different dimension? It's enough energy at that speed, no matter what you're doing, to pop Infinite into a different dimension. Infinite energy is what we think. What would? What? Well, I think I think what happens is you just pop into a higher plane, like a high a dimension, a slightly higher uh, energy state than ours. See, my here's my theory. Here's my theory since since high school, and nobody's ever listened to me. I'm going to give you the well, Anthony Trinka theory on the listening. universe. Oh, come on. (laughs) I was going to give you the Anthony Trick, a theory of the universe and everything. Ready? We have, I'm thinking we have uh, multiple layers of of universes that are stacked on top of each other, and they are um, separated by different energy states, right? And it explains a couple things, right? It explains dark matter, which we, we really don't understand yet. Well, dark matter is just an imprint from the top or bottom universe of a different energy state. You You mean dimension, not universe? Or de- dimension, or it could be universe. It just each one's a different, you know, each one's a different universe stacked on top. So it could be different dimensions or or physically different universes. It doesn't really matter at that point. Um, but you're seeing the matter from the other universe at a higher energy state. So we can't really interact with it, but it's still kind of there, and you it's see still the imprint affecting us. Yeah. It also it also explains to me uh, black holes and white holes because black holes. Uh, suck energy in and to the point where they converge and they pop through the other dimension through a white hole, which is creates matter. It just kind of spews it out into their universe in random areas. So, yeah. like, it explains everything to me, and I I, I keep telling well, every science teacher that'll listen to me, and they don't ever. I they, like, they don't ever listen to me. We've never seen a white hole yeah, exist. It's only mathematically that. possible. Theore- theoretical, right? And here, but yeah. it could. But it doesn't have to be a single point. A, a white hole doesn't have to be a single spot. It could pop. And we know that in a vacuum, um, um, we know that in a vacuum, particles, particles will ex- 
pop into existence. So a black hole could destroy something so completely down to its particle level, and then it you it, it in doing so it it adds energy to get that thing above the cosmic speed limit that we keep talking about, and it pushes it into a higher or lower dimension from ours, a higher or lower universe. And it pops into that universe at wherever it, you know, I don't know how that would work, but wherever it would go, it would um, pop in at. That um, is my theory. Um, well, the one problem that I have I'll with I'll take it, my Nobel Prize in not, cash. Yeah, it's not just your theory, though. I mean, that's... A Here, lot of people if, have thought that, that that could be just our universes interacting with each other, and that's why we can't see we, this, and we I'm can't thinking, see that. Listen what I'm thinking, guys. I'm thinking that it could be even worse than that, because I'm just a person who thinks of terrible, terrible things. So what if it's not even another universe? You're just thrust out of our universe and our dimension, and you're just in nothingness. Like, you're just out. So you're either, like, maybe your consciousness just survives this movement, and now you're just stuck in a world of nothing. It's just blackness and there's nothing there no life no death you're just stuck there that's like some stephen king shit Ooh, so you you're imagining that in purgatory other physics in this other dimension control whether you live or die as well so you're just stuck in like a limbo state no there is no time so you can't live or you can't live you can't die you can't you're you're just you're oh well then you probably don't care point. right if there's no time you have no mental reference but How would our bodies interact with but the we existence know time. Of- I'm just saying we know time from experiencing it. So I feel like even if we were in an area of no time, for us, we would feel like we are waiting for something. It just it would never come, which would just be terrible. Like, have you guys ever seen The Langoliers? It's a Stephen King movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, I think not that's the, the best. Langu- not the best ever made. So I kind of <laughs> like that movie. It's schlocky, whatever, but I kind of like it. So whatever. Oh. Uh. Conceptually, um, it's cool, but the visual effects, if anyone wants to bro. laugh, go look at the visual effects of the Langoliers. We should post a picture of that. It's I like it. Insane. Fuck you, Jose. Fuck I have, you. I have a question to you guys. So you talked about time not existing, and I was, th- I was thinking, well, okay, time and space are the same, right? You only mm-hmm. experience time because you move through space. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, well, what if you stood really still? And I was like, well, no, your cells, your atoms, everything is still moving around. And you're so you're experiencing time. And then I thought, well, how could you not experience time? And then I thought, well, if you freeze my if I freeze myself down to absolute zero, I then don't experience time, do I? Maybe. Like nothing will die in my body. Nothing will decay. Nothing will if I if I am at the absolute zero, I will just be stuck in time. Because well, I've function. stopped everything. I was saying all cellular function just stops. Yeah, your cellular so. function, but the universe could still interact with you. And you right. would die through that. Yeah, but. time time could yeah time could in, in inflict damage on me, but like I would never, I would not experience time. If in ten thousand years you found a way to heat me back up and keep my keep everything like from shutting down just because it's you know a body, um, I would not have experienced time, but I would have lived for ten thousand years. There are people that today are banking on that. There are services yeah, that you oh can pay God. to freeze you. Mm-hmm. And without even them knowing a method to thaw you currently, they're also banking on future discoveries coming to learn how to thaw them safely. Have you guys? Have you guys saw some of those documentaries about those those like they people pay all this money up front, and in the beginning it might be a nice facility, and at the end it's some guy in like in a GMC Sonoma, and your little like. 
tube that you're shoved in there with two people is running on a generator in his backyard. Um, and then they run out of money or they go on vacation and their neighbor forgets to put gas in the generator. And that's it. You've now heated up too much. Like, See, that's how those companies. How, I didn't look into how insane. bad that is. <laughs> I just it's heard. Ins- yeah. Oh, no, it's insane. Like some of these companies, like they, they start out really good. But once you pay that money, you've lost. You're not paying a subscription. You're dead. So they lose all the money and all the funding. And then it ends up just like there was one case of like this guy had like 38 bodies in his basement uh, that he would just he was trying to keep going and cold and he could he just like ran he, power went out or something. And now he has like 38 bodies or something in his basement that he can't do anything with. So would yeah. you count that as a mass murder? No, he, he like, didn't kill him. For a Contract, to, I guess the dead people can. Yeah. Sue him for contract uh, breach. That's about it. Because, um, yeah, I understand why some people would make like a Hail Mary shot for that because they, a lot of these people that get this have like an incurable terminal disease and there's, they're going to die anyway. So there's like, I have right. the money. This is that, a, a Hail Mary shot at maybe the future will cure me. In that situation, but there though, are some, yeah. I think they still are considered by, law a serial killer because um what am i trying to say that even though they have a terminal illness or like yeah i guess you could sign a contract but i don't know how much that matters because i've still seen like where people yeah. paid somebody to like kill them and then eat them and then they still fucking get in trouble like there's a contract and everything they still fucking get in trouble yeah. so contracts can't govern some things like, yeah there's you some didn't things kill them they died no all you, you can, don't all well, your irresponsibility alive Oh. Right? You no, don't no, want to let the people, them die. I think that they, makes no sense. Yeah, but I think the people in these, in the documentary, the story I was watching, these people had died, and right when they died, they started cooling the body and they froze them. Oh, yeah. See, I don't think. Oh, that no. Would they're work. living people that have paid for this. Yes. That's what I know about, which is yeah, they're even living more terrifying. people that have paid for this. And, and so I understand the people with like really late term cancer that are billionaires or something and just want to take a chance. But I don't understand the people that know these things, that the science isn't proven, they can't be thawed currently, and just do it because they want to see the future. Like yeah, some do you know, Futurama do you know, shit. There is a way uh, that it might, uh, it could happen, but I feel like, okay, so the reason why you die when you freeze is because um, when your cells uh, become frozen, the water in them splinters. You've seen when, like, that's why snowflakes look the way they do, and then that breaks every cell in your body open so now nothing can be held in so if you're thawed out all your cells are fucked like they're just already fucked so that's why i was wondering if you could like bring them back slowly no check it out like let the cells some cells heal no check it out there's a shark in greenland that has uh a uh certain protein or uh something like that in their each one of their cells it works like antifreeze and they can actually be at levels that because in the high ups, like in the Antarctics and such, the water can actually get below zero because there's the salinity. So it'll be like 27 degrees, which technically means you should be freezing. And this shark can, and he's at the bottom of the ocean where it's colder too. They're like bottom dwellers. Um, that means this shark literally can live through being frozen. And so like, if we can somehow learn to use this yeah. gene, so that we would have it, you could then free somebody, the cells wouldn't be hurt, and then when you wake them back up, essentially they should be alive. Science so, fiction taught us that too. 
Like if if anyone remembers Halo's explanation for it, they had to inject people with a stabilizer that would allow them to thaw properly. Yeah. And uh, who was it? Captain Keys or somebody? There was a famous one of the famous characters from the franchise. Halo fans will know couldn't be frozen, so he would just be the only one awake on the ship. And thus, when he when his troops would wake up, he'd be so much older than him every time. Yeah. Uh, because that stabilizer, he was allergic to it. Zach, I just want to say thank you for bringing it back to shark section. Um, yeah, I just had to say that I because I you, I realized that uh, I mean I I just that information came to me like not too long ago, maybe like three months ago, and it blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind. I was maybe like, Are you kidding me. We talk about uh, animals and insects quite a bit on here, so let's turn shark section into a biology banquet. Oh, I got okay. I got another one for us. Uh, so I talked about Janet Jackson's ability to resonant frequency with laptops and break them. Yes. Right, right. Well, there is an animal in the animal kingdom that I, I was looking into this. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's possible with people. There's an animal in the animal kingdom that can do this with humans. Hmm. Anyone want to take a guess what it is? I'm going to uh, guess the pistol shrimp. I, was, I, I pistol think it's shrimp. a a dolphin of some sort. Okay, here, here's some hints. It is the loudest animal on the planet. Pistol shrimp. <laughs> Sticking okay. with the pistol shrimp. Okay, give yeah, me, because give me sna- a... that snap, I think, is the loudest thing on the planet. No, no, like that, not. The snap of, the pi- yeah, the snap they, of their claws, they, I think, Zach, is the loudest. You're close because they, they click to communicate. That's another hint. So is it bats? Nope. Because bats echolocate using clicky noises, too. What else? It uh, is... Oh, you want you go ahead. Is, it can be it, their clicks are so loud they can be heard up to five hundred miles away. Is it small? It's big. Okay, so I was gonna say I thought it was gonna be an insect of some sort. Well, uh, then you're just going with yeah. Mammal. I can't. I, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna figure this okay, out. Okay, it is a sperm whale. Oh, okay. okay. I I just I real quick before you get into your whole thing, I want to say you're a hundred percent wrong. And the tiger, the tiger pistol shrimp, has been confirmed the loudest animal on Earth by snapping its claw into a gun cocked position. It can snap them up almost instantaneously. Uh, it creates a, a small sonic boom. It is the loudest. Yeah, small sonic boom. It is the loudest. It's two hundred decibels. It is yeah, the loudest animal in that on the lo- localized little area, right? As but well like, as yeah, but still, 200 volume over an decibels. area, volume yeah. over an area. This is the loudest animal in the. And animal. also, think of it this way: yeah. that pistol shrimp, it's gonna make the noise and it's gonna go away immediately. This can be a resonant noise that the whale can make for a long period of time. I'm sure. Yeah, I was yeah, just they, saying. You, we, they use you know, it to, I was. Yeah, Trinka. Okay, whatever. No, pistol no. shrimps. He's happy with his pistol shrimps. His sea <laughs> bugs. He loves sea bugs. Yeah, you're a fucking sea bugger, dude. Oh. But yeah, it's uh, their main form of communication. We barely understand what it is and what they're saying. But it is so loud and is at the right frequency that if a person were nearby enough to them as they were doing this, it would vibrate their organs, causing organ failure, internal organ failure in humans. So yeah. Dude, you know what's crazy about that is that... Rhythm Nation from Wales. There's a dot. There's a there's a guy who I watched actually. Uh, like he's been swimming and like being around a bunch of sperm whale pods, and uh, they must know that they could hurt him because shouldn't he be dead at this point? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there have been 
Yeah, there have been people. They have a bunch of different types of clicks. Like we we barely understand them, but uh, some of them hit the right frequency to do it. And there have been cases of people who have like passed out or uh, had other medical problems that came close. But since I, uh, it, that's just the way they talk, you could almost say it's a death sentence. Ooh, God damn it, Jose. That's a dad joke from... Here's the thing. Ah. Is that when I said dolphin, <laughs> oh I was also thinking whale because I was like, it probably has to be big. And then I just botched it completely. So. I'm a piece Not as of much shit. as Trinka so, did. Trinka doesn't know shit about what. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, I like how it's we were both in the water, pistol though. Shrimp. We were both in the water, though. What'd you say first that it got me to say pistol shrimp? I said, oh, dolphin. vibrate the, you know, he said vibrate. He can resonate with humans to cause damage. And I said, well, pistol shrimp. But then he said loudest. And then I said, well, that's definitely. Fucking yeah. How loudest. much damage do you think a pistol shrimp would do if it punched you in the face? I don't think a pistol shrimp would actually affect us because it's so small. I don't think that even creating that much energy that small. I don't know if it would affect us, even though a bullet is. Obviously it would, like a tiny it would boom. shock you. Uh, it would shock the fuck out of you if this little tiny thing would. Boom! I also I also wonder <laughs> if it can even make the noise not being underwater because I'm pretty sure the reason why it happens no, it, yeah. is it moves so fast it yeah, turns the swimming. hydrogen into a particle it rips yeah, the oxygen it gets, apart and it makes like a small explosion. Well, no, it does it. What? Yeah, what it does is it, it instantly turns the water gaseous. So it does it. Yeah, it tur- it it breaks the bonds, yeah, turns a gas bubble. Yeah, it, it yes, takes, makes a gas bottle that immediately collapses. And creates that sonic boom. Yeah, boom. that's uh, so. You're thinking you're so thinking zero damage if you're swimming and a pistol shrimp decides to hit you with the mean right hook. You think well, it's the, zero what damage? What I'm saying is he doesn't <laughs> even punch people. It's like a ranged punch. He just does a punch motion like a ch- and then the thing could be like a foot away and it'll just fall over. Like oh. yeah, it's more of a it's more of a key blast. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about it. Okay, yeah, but if you got if you got you got hit by the fist that made it, you know. If it got it floated up right to you and gave you the old one, two. And clawed you. Clawed you. I think he can rupture your eardrum for sure. Oh, yeah. This is going to jack you up. going to pop your eyes. I don't know about that. That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, heard, I've heard eyes are very resilient. Like, pretty hard I mean, yeah, to pop. They're, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've they, never tried fucking, to pop one. I, all I know is they're always checking your fucking eye pressure when you go to the goddamn fucking eye doctor. So they're they're right, worried well, about that shit. Here's a here's a theoretical question for you guys. I was over at Zach's house uh, two weekends ago, and we Weekend. were watching. Yeah, we were watching. I don't know if you've seen it, Trinka. You probably have. Total Recall. Yes. Uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, if you remember the premise, right? The, you could go to this service and pay them a certain amount of money to have memories of basically whatever you wanted implanted into your head. And you would believe they were as real as any other so, memory you've ever lived. Right. So the anti-movie to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I haven't seen that, so I can't respond to that one. But It's the exact opposite. He just They go there to remove memories. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh I won't spoil the movie for you because that's just the operative device, so that's not even a spoiler. But would you guys use a recall device? Because if you knew how the movie went, I mean, it's pretty ambiguous of what well, was real and what wasn't. But Yeah, also I feel like, in the movie at least, they make it seem like it's a technology that isn't quite perfected yet. So if, yeah, yeah. If we knew 100% that it worked, then yes. 
uh, I think I definitely would. To create fake well, memories of my a, own self? Yeah, so no, essentially you would yeah. think you went on a vacation, but you wouldn't have to pay any of the money. You would just have the memory that you went, exactly. so you, it would feel like you I did wouldn't. it. I wouldn't. I'd feel... I, I wouldn't... Just because then I wouldn't be able to trust my memories. I would say that just as a general rule, I would tell myself that I will never do it, so I can always have confidence knowing that my memories are real. What? What's the difference, though? Um, it, it, nothing, it just peace of mind. Like I can, I, I would, it, you wouldn't drive you guys crazy to be like, is this memory real or is this not real? Did this really happen? Would other people say that they experienced yeah. well, this Well, technically. Me? Would the, other people see this? Thanks to perspective you know, and how your mind works, none of your memories are truly real anyway. Right. But They're I was saying. very but different other, from what happened. Right. But imagine saying, oh, remember that vacation we went on? And we're like, we never fucking went on a vacation. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it would have to be a solo venture or with people you've never yeah. met before. I think yeah. that's that's how the show kind of sells it. It was never like, hey, bring your wife or whatever, you know? It was just the main character. Like you climbing uh, El Capitan in Yosemite. Like, okay. Yep. See, but then I would feel like such a jackass. Remember that time I uh, I climbed Half but Dome? Especially, you've never been but to that yeah. state. Here's the thing. I mean, it's kind of like a super advanced VR type of deal. Like... It was some yeah. vacations you just can't do as a human being, right? Like you could not go and surf on the volcanic lakes of Venus. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a thing. But but okay, I mean something like that where I would some, clearly look back and go, "That's not real." That but it's, couldn't be it's real. Fun yeah. to remember that. Yeah. Like, so do you would I would use have to a recall device in that scenario? Only if I a hundred percent had could have confidence that I I it wasn't fake. So like. It would have to be something where I'd be like, I would only do it if it was like, oh, I'm in the moon buggy, uh, you know, in 1969 with Lance Armstrong, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, which I don't even think they had the moon buggy back then. They just jumped around. You know, <laughs> now I, uh, my brain just jumped to this because I was like, everything like this always like VR is one of them. They always find a way for the porn industry to make a shit ton of money on it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm imagining you would just have like a selection of spend a night with your favorite celebrity or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And then you, in real life, if you ever did like, oh, I slept with Jennifer Lawrence last night, no one would believe you, right? You'd be like, oh, that, no, you did the recall device. Come on. We we know (laughs) that's not true. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's fucking fun. Uh, When we did watch Total Recall, we watched it on a Blu-ray. A 4K Blu-ray. Oh. That yes, antiqu- antiquated technology. See, I'm here to make a grandstand saying it's not. You're the guy. <laughs> you're the guy in 1995 talking about Betamax being better. You're the guy. Uh, you talking about how like the real D 3D is the way to go. No, you're the I guy in 2003 buying the 3D TVs. Okay, uh, Trinkus. Here, for anyone who doesn't understand uh, debates, Trink is doing something called shotgunning, where he hits me with multiple points before I can respond to any of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, when it's right, it's right, though. So uh, Blu-rays, first of all, quality-wise, for, for just video, are much better than even the best streaming service right now. So an average Blu-ray can hold 50 gigs of data. And anyone who's ever downloaded a movie knows that they're not getting the whole 50 gigs of data there. They're getting a, a highly compressed, maybe like a four gig version. Mm-hmm. So you're losing a lot of visual information. Audio wise, th- 
this is the bigger oh, deal. Audio-wise, okay. if you have an entertainment system like a 5.1 or even beyond 7.2.4 or 10.2.4, uh, most streaming services and then the players that work with them don't even support 5.1. It's, it's actually crazy. They'll just I do like to... a simulated thing. I, I have a question for you, though. Yeah, go ahead. Why is the format for the Blu-ray disc superior when I could accomplish all of those things you just said with a $6 uh, lossless, no compression file on an SD card that I could pop in a computer, a TV, anywhere, and, and have the same experience with a lossless just exactly how it came? You know why? Why don't we go that route? And then it's erasable, and I could put a different movie on yeah. it if I wanted. to. I mean, well, yeah, of course we're always coming out with better ways you could store stuff like that. And I'm a cartridge fan too, as opposed to discs, because it sounds like you're kind of proposing cartridges with like an SD card. Oh, that's uh, why. Oh, by the way, that's what uh, that's what SD originally st- stood for was uh, for something disc. The, the Dion. Yeah, the disc. No, the D on SD card. If you look at this uh, logo, is a disc. It's half a disc. Isn't it because SD? Disc? No, it, it's uh, secure guy. digital. It's a. Uh, it's like it, it stands for I think secure digital, which is a like a regulating body. Um, but it was started I think by Toshiba, and the SD was supposed to be for like super disc or you know compact disc or something it was a it was another type of uh uh, a disc but they scrapped the idea and then kept the logo with the sd and the disc for um secure digital and then cartridges and then they wanted to move into cartridges but it never caught on well i'm just gonna say that uh to to piggyback on jose here with this is that obviously he's talking about um a physical copy of something and i will say a disc is a lot cheaper than buying a cartridge that can hold multiple because it's going to cost a lot more. And the other thing is some people like to have the physical thing that has a case and everything. And if you have multiple things, you're going to have that. And the last thing before I let you uh, keep going, Jose is I would have never agreed with you until I sat at your house, watched a movie on your TV, on your expensive Blu-ray player. Cause there's a difference between a Blu-ray and a 4k Blu-ray player. Jose taught me that. And yeah, with his sound system. And it literally was better than being in a movie theater. Like it looked better, yeah. it sounded it's, better, it was just better. Yeah, that this is coming from a perspective of someone who has spent a decent amount of money on their own home theater setup. But yeah, he's right. I think at least when you compare it to a normal movie theater ticket, I would mm-hmm. rather just watch it at home than yes. a normal, like an IMAX. Of course, I can't one compete with that volume, uh, or but the two size. compete with that <laughs> screen size. <laughs> I, but. I really want um, in my next house to, because I, you know, it's just me, Jordan, the baby. So we don't need an extra room. I want to turn an extra room into a theater room, like maybe with a pullout bed that, like a couch with a pullout bed, so I could still have guests come over and it's a guest room technically. But I want to spend a decent amount of money on like a kind of an entry level audiophile surround sound system. I want to go with, uh, you know, maybe a 4K projector or if, uh, maybe like a, a 93 inch TV uh, if the room's not that big. So that way I get the same like distance perspective yeah. as I was in an IMAX. You know, if I'm only five feet, six feet away from the TV, uh, I really kind of want to do that in my next. We, we uh, can next talk place. about this later because I'm like a big nerd when it comes to especially screens. Uh, 
I am more like medium on audio. I'm still learning in that. But screen Jose wasn't I, there for me yeah. when I bought a screen for my stupid laptop and I bought the wrong fucking one. Jose wasn't there no, for me. No, I actually was there for you and then you bought the wrong one anyway. That's the problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> bought the wrong here's what happened. What? I bought the wrong screen and then I called you to ask you how to put it in and then we realized together that I had bought the wrong one because you were helping me over phone oh, get okay. it put in. So, yes, uh, but then you did find the actual screen I needed online, and it yeah. has been out of order ever since, and that was like three years ago. But, uh, okay, before I lose my train of thought here, Zach was right. Uh, some people don't even know that 4K Blu-rays exist, and those hold 100 gigs of information thanks to the demands of the higher resolution, which, again, you're not getting that. First of all, 10 movies at that bitrate would break most people's comcast data cap because they only give you like a terabyte right a mm -hmm. month of uh internet bandwidth before they throttle you so if you watched 10 movies in that month which i know is impossible for trinka in his life but like zach would watch 10 movies easy mm -hmm. in a month uh but i think that people should support blu-rays more for one big reason that i've only just sort of realized and that is that it is one of the only financial reasons a company would go back and remaster or in some cases rescan an old movie on film. Mm -hmm. Like when we watch Total Recall, it looks so much better than the same copy on just the DVD in the past. Even though, you know, it's not like they reshot the movie or anything nope. like that. So it's like, and where's all this extra detail coming from? Jose, so, let me break in for one second, too. He's yeah. saying this, and he was watching it on my TV at my house. It wasn't even on his amazing TV. It was just a normal 4K TV. And I remember him saying, so yeah. this movie looks great. <laughs> like, You're like what, what's going on here, right? So if it's, if it's the same movie, why does it look so much better when they just moved it to a Blu-ray? It's because they didn't. Because they knew they could make some more money on it, they actually bothered to dust off the old film and rescan it through modern uh, film scanners to give yeah. way more detail and information than the movie had ever been scanned in without actually changing it. They're not just putting it through like an AI filter. So you can see these movies better than they were ever seen back then. And they wouldn't have done it just for a streaming service. Like they're only doing it because they can. People will go because out because a streaming service you're saying wouldn't take advantage of the well yeah and not only that but they resolution just, anyway. where would they what's the incentive for them right they're not going to sell anything extra they could just put the old movie there but they yeah, might be able to it. sell thousands more blu-rays if they release a rescanned film copy they did this mm -hmm. for lord of the rings too like if yeah. you're a huge lord of the rings fan amazing do new you, trilogy got released in 4k uh, no it was like a hundred bucks for the thing I was, and i didn't I was buy about it. To say, I do. if you did we're gonna have to we're going to have to watch those. I do want to say, guys, uh, sorry to break in here, but there was a poll uh, up in the Twitch chat um, about who was the better host, and uh, I won. Oh, really? Nice. What? Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah. How many votes were there? One. One. <laughs> and I like that Anthony It's a tied game right now. It's right, a tight game. I'm voting right for now. Jose. I'm voting for Jose. Oh, <laughs> just so we could have a winner. Zach could have voted for himself. There we go, baby. And Jose, because his face. Wait, got why are us, there though. two Anthony's? I should have voted for the other Anthony's so that there was no. So, you know, clear uh, winner. Yeah. Um, 
Guys, I want to uh, bust in here for a second. Jose, that was a nice... No, I we, like we, to call that... We can move away from that, yeah. I like to call that uh, TV time. So that was fun. That was some fun TV time that we just had there. But let's uh, let's talk about... Let me bring up some Murder Minute for just a little bit. And I kind of got to skate around this one because I don't want another one of our fucking shorts to get banned because this guy did some horrible stuff. Like, some absolutely horrible stuff. But anyway... We're gonna, I'm going to give it to you for real quick. This guy's name is Peter Curtin. They called him the Vampire of Dusseldorf. He's a German serial killer. This guy, here's here's the problem with this guy. He was a, which one is it? It's sadist. Is that when you like hurting people? Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, he was bad. He liked that and he liked blood. He liked to see blood. So he normally stabbed his victims and it wasn't in like a i'm stabbing you a bunch way but in a way to where a lot of blood would come out and like spurred out because that's what he liked he was just a bad th that would get him off like that that was his thing and so one just to tell you about one or two things that i thought were funny about him because we're not even going to get into his body count you can go check out peter Curtin and look at this i think he mostly killed uh women and children he slapped and, with a lot of people uh yeah <laughs> yeah right uh he probably did a uh, weirdo uh Weirdo serial killers somehow always pull chicks. Anyway, he, at a young age, he apparently, this is the thing that blew me out. So dog catchers back in Germany back in the day, because this, I think this is like 1930s, maybe even 1920s when he would have been a kid. They not only caught the dogs, but it was then they killed them. And then they would butcher them to sell the meat to, you know, whatever. And people would eat dog meat. It wasn't weird. That's just what they did. But the dog catcher that he knew that lived outside his house did some extracurriculars with the dog bodies before butchering them and such. Let's not get any further than that because we will get this shadow ban yeah. for this. Yeah, he really screwed the, screwed the pooch on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. So you get it. Oh, and um, and dad jokes in poor taste. And here's the best, here's the best <laughs> part that you, when you hear joke. about it. <laughs> Apparently, he would just, like, Peter Curtin said that he would just be giggling this whole time he's just murdering and, you know... And screwing the pooch, he's just giggling and laughing, right? So he learned this at a young age that hurting something it was fun. And so there's a there's a this one kills me every time the way it was described in the podcast I listened to. But he in a park that a bunch of people were in just to fucking ruin their day, he cut the head off a swan and was just drinking the blood from the, the stump like it was some sort of swan slurpee. Oh. Like, and like, could you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine you're just in the park that day having a nice picnic and there's this crazy German oof, oh. and he's just sucking down some swan blood, dude. Are you kidding no. me? That's what I said. That's what I said last time is when people show you they're crazy, believe them. <laughs> that Wait, I, I swear can't. I've seen some like Marvel or some kind of crazy villain do this kind of thing. I think it's uh, just, it must have been inspired by this. I think it's just such a fucked thing to think about that maybe your brain just thinks you've I, heard it before because you're like, I've had to hear this. This is what the hell. I think you just watched uh, the watch the video of Ozzy doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that too. No, but that's it, a crazy one too. But. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I want. I don't want to bring up any of his kills because they're not like particularly. They were just bloody and gory, and he did kill a lot of people. But he did some weird shit with animals that I was like, what? What is time this period guy doing? was this in? This is uh when he would have been doing this is probably the forties. I think he was like a kid in the thirties or like this was probably late forties, early fifties, somewhere in there. 
Well, I mean, you know let me look. I have it right here in front of me. His childhood was, he was born in 1925. So let's say if he was doing this when he was like 20 or 30. So this is probably the late 50s, early, or late 40s, early 50s. So since, you know, I was thinking, since we have a whole bats v. bugs thing, mm-hmm. the next bugs shirt, like for bug support, for bug awareness, is going to be just a picture of, like an outline of Ozzy. <laughs> but yeah. why? I mean, for people that didn't know that one, he didn't even know he was biting the head of a real bat off somehow. He was that fucked. Yeah, when he did it. Like, they just kind of handed him it, right? And then he just bit the head off. He thought it was going to be like a rubber bat or a plastic bat, and the shit was real. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, like I <laughs> or said, at least that's so what he high. says. Conspiratorially, he could have known, and then he's just using that to cover up. Listen, in 1983 or 1962, Ozzy Osbourne walked out of the music studio and was de- promptly decapitated. Oh, my God. The band? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Listen. A bug 19- took over no, his no, body. No. In, 1980, <laughs> in 1962, a bat walked on the stage and was promptly decapitated by... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach, uh, next level with your own joke. No, um, <laughs> for Zach for best host for that. Oh, one. thanks, dude. You oh, better um, click it. What I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, it's though, gone. It's ended. Oh uh, wow. What I was gonna say about that though is, um, I feel like he could have been so high on drugs he wouldn't have known either way. So, because I feel like back then that's just what you did. But a uh, funny story, I a uh, couple black metal bands in, uh, I think it was Norway. Uh, there was one I forget the name of the band, but they used to just throw a bloody like pig's head into the middle of the audience and it would it would pretty much just clear out like 90 percent of the audience immediately because they were just covered in pig blood and like this rotting head and then they would start their show so the, guar are you talking about guar no this isn't guar it was just some no. underground black metal band they literally would just throw a fucking bloody pig's head into the and people again that gets rid of like more than half of the people that were there to listen because like, what the fuck and then they would just start playing so i thought that was funny you just throw a fucking bloody ass ever, head into the... You ever gone to any kind of concert or show where you get covered in shit? I didn't covered find it fun shit. when I went. Well, just some insert object or liquid here. Oh, not 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 just, yeah. what, just we, shit. Not yeah. Literal shit. I went to uh, Life in Color. I was going to say no. I went to Life in Color one time, and it's sold as like the world's largest paint party. And you can imagine why I would go there, but... yeah. Uh, yeah, I was pretty close up front row, and they just have like a straight up fire hose of like water paint, and I got blasted right in the face, like full force by that shit. It like it knocked me onto the ground. I was soaked to the bone, and my skin was burning. And I was like, "This is just horrible." I was like, "Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why am I here?" Oh my god! Like what? Have it... Bro, do you remember just when to we dance were... with some random chicks? Like, what? here's here's something we never talked about, and I'm gonna bring it up now because Trinka has never heard any of these stories, and it's gonna embarrass Jose. So this is great. But when we were oh. in Vegas, do you remember they we were at the place and didn't do throw a cake? We weren't there for the cake throw, but I think at some point he threw a fucking cake during that party, the after party when we saw the the fight. We went oh, to the club. Kakasan. Yeah, and that dude was actually there. The fucking dude who throws fucking cakes into the audience was just there. Do you remember, you remember what I'm talking really? about? Really? Yeah, that was no. him. How how fucked up was I? Bro, oh my what god, dude I can't believe that you don't remember cakes this. Okay. Into the audience. Listen, 
to, to preface this, uh, this was Jose's uh, bachelor party, and it was him, me, him, and his cousin in Vegas. And I kept him so fucked the entire time that he hardly remembers any of it. But uh, that was at the Tyson Chandler. What is the other guy's name? Oh, Tyson Fury. Tyson and Fury. Fury. Uh, Tyson Chandler. Whatever. <laughs> Tyson the Chicken Company. And uh, no, it was Tyson Fury. And who was the other fucking guy? I don't care about boxing, so I just didn't even know. But it was still dope. Uh, Tyson Chandler, Deontay uh, Wilder. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, it was, it was a their, basketball what, player for the shit? Rockets. Yeah, it was the one. It was tied at that point. Yeah, it was right? just, no. What, one of them was called before it should have been. Yeah, yeah. I either think it was way, actually. Uh, I think it was their second fight. Fury, right? then a tie, then a Fury. I can't remember. I think it was yeah. Fury, but either tie, way, Fury. it was to settle it. It was the heavyweight championship match. And an I awesome went fight. out to buy me and Jose drinks because the line was so long and I wanted him to be chilling. So I'm standing in this fucking line. By the time I order a drink, probably been like 20 minutes. But either way, the drink was like $30. And I'm just thinking, okay, it's because we're at a fight, right? And that's fine. But I was watching the girl make it for everybody else. And it was like alcohol, 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 splash of pineapple juice, uh, like little umbrella hand in the thing so i'm like okay this is the value because you don't have to get back up you're going to just get drunk if you drink this one thing because it's pretty big too i think it was like 32 ounces it was all hard liquor so that we had one of those each jose and then we had a couple beers while we were there and then we ended up at the hakasan so we definitely you were feeling it because you drank just as much as me and weigh probably 100 less pounds than i do so you were feeling it you were feeling it for sure, but in a good way. You didn't throw up. You didn't I feel like shit. We were just old, drunk. Yeah. I got that out of my system. Yeah, we were ju- we were just drunk, but uh, yeah, that was crazy. And we ended up at that fight, which again I didn't even know was a big deal. Oh, remember how annoying it was? Everything like uh, the flight was just so much more expensive because we didn't know that the Tyson Fury fight was yeah. happening. Like we our flight was like three times as much as it should normally be to go to Vegas. Yeah, we were wondering what the hell was going on. Like every other weekend was cheap, and then yeah, this and one we was figured loaded. it out. And then we, when we found got out there. it was the fight. We're like, oh, now we have to go. Yeah, now you we know? just have to go. There's just no other way. But that was a fun time. We, uh, bro, it, th- okay, Jose definitely did throw Who? up while we were out there. We got some good pictures. Maybe we'll post them. Maybe we won't. But he definitely did eventually lose it. And uh, it was like ninety nine percent my fault because after we're drunk and just completely fucked and we started the day with mimosas i think at like nine o'clock or ten o'clock and then we didn't stop drinking until he oh yeah we were already a heavy buzz from just mimosas yeah and so in the morning. while we're walking down the old uh hot, the old uh vegas strip we see that there's these go-karts you can get but they're like electric go-karts and they like have insane like uh, acceleration to where you can drift because the wheels will just immediately start going. So it Those whips you around a lot. You're not going super fast, even though you could like event go fast if there's more grip, but you're turning really hard and changing direction. And he threw up almost right after that. It was like probably 10 minutes, 15, oh, 20 yeah. minutes after I, we got off those. I no, I threw up so much that I don't know how much <laughs> we're going to talk about this as a podcast. People are going to be just grossed out. But no, it was funny. It was dude. when masks were like required everywhere. I fucking filled my mask as I was running to the bathroom. <laughs> I was wearing a white dress shirt, so my dress shirt was done. I fell asleep uh, in the uh, cab on the way back. Woke up still like my beer hand was strong. I was still holding the beer yeah. in my hand in the back of the cab. Woke up, filled the cup back up, covered the car. <laughs> I had to, I had to tip window. that guy like a hundred dollars because I felt bad because you just threw up in his fucking uh that was an Uber, right? 
Oh, I, I, all I can remember is being like dejected, shirtless outside the hotel, like for some reason covering my chest like I'm a girl with my tits out. Uh, it was one of my favorite moments of so uh, fried, uh, just waiting the for you guys you to bring just, me a new shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. us going up to the room to bring you a new shirt and coming down and you're just leaning in this garbage can with no fucking shirt on. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> we made it work, dude. That's, I that have was a good never day. and probably will never look that out of it again and that's the whole point of it dude we got it out of yeah. your system and it was a great time i it was definitely didn't a you, great time didn't you and trinka was that didn't you guys have a crazy bachelor party or something yeah uh, you yeah, were telling me about it was some, pretty tame though it wasn't it wasn't wild it, we we had a great time i heard some, something about we had zach, some like just, zach told me a story where he likes to have small talk with strippers Oh, that wasn't with Did that we? was a bachelor party for Justin Franklin. I've been to a lot of random bachelor parties. Oh, guys okay, invite me to okay, bachelor okay. parties. I'm mixing I have them no up. Money. I have no money and guys. Yeah, I was gonna say party. mine mine was just me, my brother, and Zach, and we went up to Traverse City and we uh we just walked around, went to some breweries and then went out on a jet boat and went camping and then went played golf. Yeah, it was actually pretty fun. Like, it's like I a standard yeah. wholesome time almost. We, which we is had- weird because I'm not I'm not a, I'm not known as a wholesome guy. Uh, no. you know, you would think my bachelor party would be a little Handy wild. Dropper it's like, not a wholesome no, guy. Yeah, yeah, not a not a wholesome. <laughs> well, not no. Like I've had some times, man. I've you know I've been to Vegas. I don't know four or five times, and every time I'm like, I'm never fucking going back here. I love Vegas. Um, too. I've been three times. So you, I'll go again. Anytime. Yeah, and so I'm not. But then my bachelor party just ended up being like the most wholesome. Like let's play uh tic tac toe and. Tie, the, tie each other's shoes. I love Let's, how your bachelor have a great party time. started, Trinka, by the way, if you remember correctly. It was us uh, getting a flat tire about 10 minutes down the road from the exit that we got on on the highway and then just yeah, watching I picked them Sunny. Up. Yeah, I picked them up in my RV <laughs> that I had just bought, and I did not change out the tires. The tires were pretty old, and it has uh, six of them. No, yeah, six tires, right? And they're 250 apiece. And so I changed out the front, too, because I was like, if that goes bad, if one of those two tires go bad... We're going to have a, a yeah. rough time. So, but the back ones are dualies. So I was like, ah, those should be fine. Um, I pick them up and it was this where the muffler was still broken on it. Yes. The muffler had a long crack in it. So yep. it was loud, just like the shit box. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's a big 35 foot motor home that I was like rehabbing and we were going to, Jordan and I were going to live in. And uh, we pick up Zach and we get on the highway. We hit a bump, immediately blow a tire. And so we're waiting for roadside assistance. And I was like, well, we got fucking power, and we just watched, put, turned down the TV, and we're just like living on the side of the road, watching yeah, just, Sunny. We just watched Always Sunny on the side of the highway, and we're just cracking up, I was waiting like, for this guy to come. We fix are our sitting, tire. yeah, we're sitting on a, we're sitting on the couch, just watching Always Sunny. If you're gonna get stranded for three hours, do it in a motorhome. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a hell of a way to do it. Yeah, we yeah. got a bathroom. We don't have to worry. We have My a bathroom right there. My favorite story about that uh, Trinka is how you had to piss or or do something when you were driving. And uh, I had never driven anything that size before, and you just switched out in me mid driving, and uh, and then it went oh, down. Yeah, you to can just one- piss. You don't have to stop. You just you just like hand the hand the steering wheel off, and you can go piss in the bathroom. Yeah, I I thought you meant you could just you could do that whenever you want. You just piss your pants, and it's fine. But I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the best part was as soon as you got up and left and handed me the wheel. There was road construction immediately, and it was down to the smallest, tiny little lane. And I was trying to not hit things <laughs> on either side, and I was yeah, so mad you had that a you concrete and back off. 
it was terrifying because you had a concrete barrier on your left and you had cones, not cones, but the big uh, tube things yeah. on the right. And then like a drop off because they were they had like uh, gutted the road to the right. And he he's in an eight foot wide RV in an eight foot wide lane for like 10 miles. Yeah. And, he's and just I white knuckle in this, this 35 <laughs> foot motorhome. You're a bitch for that. Do you think <laughs> <laughs> it was great? He saw it coming. He's like, I don't want to deal with this. I got to piss. Exactly. He knew. He did. I drift through it all the time. I drive through it all the time. This oh, this shit's going to be funny. <laughs> no, actually, the reason you went to go take a shit is because he knew this would stress him out and he'd shit his pants if he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I got to get, get that. this out of my system. That was yeah, a fun that, How do you was... always attract the work situ- worst situations? I don't know, dude, because uh, the the best part about that is that thing broke down multiple times as we were going there. His brother oh, yeah. was fixing on the way... it on the fucking side of in the in the middle of the two roads yeah. on the highway. We somehow got it there, and then we had to call a taxi to take us to AutoZone to buy a piece, and his brother fixed us right on the fucking highway there. Yeah, it blew a... So on the way... No, no, no. That was on the way back. It blew a serpentine belt. Uh, so we had to... We were lost nice. all coolant. So... Yeah, we had to go run, take a taxi to AutoZone, get a serpentine belt, come back, and we're at Mike's on the side of the road, and we're trying to put a serpentine belt back Well, we on. weren't on the side. Like I said, I didn't do any maintenance on this fucking thing Trigget, before listen, I said, let's drive it well, let's trust six it, hours. Yeah. It's better than yeah. the side of the road because we didn't want Mike just being on the side of the road. You drove it with its fucked up shit farther, and we got to one of those spots where you can cross in between the lanes and go to the other side, and it was like a turnoff. So he had a way more space and it was a little bit more safe yeah. than just being on the side of the road. But yeah, it was ass for sure. I, I remember being under there to hand him tools and Zach stuff. Is and just, the problem. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, weird shit happens when I'm around for sure. But like, I don't know because Trinka, it, weird shit happens when you're around, but weird shit happens to Trinka's vehicles just yeah, I'm naturally. Not to have vehicles. So cosmically, you did two I, can't be together. Did I tell you what happened with the Jeep or no? Did I tell you what happened with the Jeep last time? How it's got a leak in the fucking sunroof and now I've just have mold all in the car? No. The brand new Jeep I bought has a broken drain hose for the, uh, it's two years old and it has a broken drain hose for the uh, uh, moonroof, sunroof, whatever the fuck it is. And so it drains water into the trunk that is now full of mold. Nice. So we had the bike. So my one vehicle is moldy. (laughs) My motorcycle, bike. yeah, my my motorcycle is uh, non-functioning because the I can't get the damn carbs to work correctly. I, I gotta like take More them off pasta. and redo them. And thank them. God that that's that that doesn't work because you would like with the way that you are with vehicles, you'd be on the road and it would just explode with you just on it. Yeah, yeah, the wheel right. would go rolling exactly. off and he'd flip it end over end and yeah, <laughs> or somebody would the just one, hit the, you for no reason. Right, right. The one vehicle I fucking have right now, well, is my RV, which is uh, has been sitting for th- almost three years now, and I gotta figure that thing out. My and my Jeep, which is a mold machine. So, <laughs> and then well, what? What's going on with your other car that got run over oh. by a Ram truck? So, oh yeah, yeah. So, so what's going on it with that like is I picked up a check yesterday. Was it, it a was Ford? a Chevy Silverado? You're both wrong. Oh, oh okay. we're both wrong. Um, I. I picked up the check yesterday. So let me tell you. First off, did they give you traditional depreciation? No, they they did it based on market value, their market value. But uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But fuck 
progressive. I want the world to know that. This is my official stance. Uh, you can quote me. It might be on a t-shirt coming soon. I'll be the only one to buy it, but I'll fucking wear it. Uh, it's going to say fuck progressive because, first off, it took them a month to get me a check. Secondly, I've been renting a car now for over a month because it's now they got me the check at almost exactly a month. No, exactly mm-hmm. a month. So now I'm a couple days past that. I still have a rental car, um, which I have to pay for most of it because they only pay 40 bucks a day. And so everything over that I'm paying for. Uh, third, they gave me an adjusted value on the car, which is fantastic. But those cars, they gave me like 15 grand. And that car, but those cars now, since, since inflation and you can't buy cheap vehicles anywhere. Yeah. That car costs 19000 everywhere I look. eighteen to 19000 So I can't even buy the same fucking off. car. And it was paid off. So I can't even buy the same fucking car. But the silver lining is, I bought that car three years ago. I paid fifteen one. They gave me a check for fifteen two. So I paid $0, drove 30,000 miles on a car, and made oh, $100. Oh, yeah. The math on so that's So that's nice, except now I don't have a vehicle because I have to come up with $3,000 extra to buy the same vehicle. So well, that's a little you, annoying. Couldn't you lease a vehicle and pay, put 15000 down and then just have the smallest payment a month? No. Yeah, I could, but I just bought the Jeep and I only ever want one car payment at a time. So let me oh, tell you what I machine. did. You guys are going to... Yeah, the mold machine. You Well, they're, they're telling me they're going to fix it Tuesday morning, the Jeep place for free. What is it? So just we'll like see. weather seals? Like the rubber? Yeah, it's got, a, no, it's, no, it's got a drain in it. All sunroofs now come with drains because of that issue, but the drain must be clogged or, ba- or broken or something. So okay. I don't know. Um, but... Let me tell you what my plan is to get back to two vehicles. You guys ready for this? Because you know what my solution is to get back to two vehicles without having to pay all that money. Zach, I gave you, I sent you guys a teaser to it. Wait, wait, no. Is it going to happen again? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I sent you a teaser in the host chat of what I'm going to do with my vehicle. I am, I'm fixing the shitbox. Oh shit! I'm fixing. Oh, I sent, it's in that's a, what yeah. that's for. I thought it was yeah. just a joke. Yeah. For all right, people no. that can't see our host chat, uh, he bought. Well, I don't know if you bought it yet, but he sent us a badging, like a sweet badging that just says "shit box" on it, and he planned on throwing that on the truck. That was our teaser for nice. people that want to yeah. know what the teaser. Nice. So was. I have it. It's currently it's currently getting the transmission rebuilt, so I can drive around in that popsicle breath AC truck for the next year and a half or so so i'm getting the re- transmission rebuilt oh and i went full out man i went on facebook marketplace and bought like a used rusted out roll bar for the back some old uh casey lights for the top that i don't even know if they Ooh, work i'm buying nice. i'm buying a bush i'm buying a brush bar for the front uh i'm gonna bondo the fuck out of it and just paint it some like you've got like flat black or something you've got some bondo experience we found that out Oh yeah, I'm a Bondo man. My whole life, I I actually told someone today, my you know, I, I hold my life together with duct tape and Bondo. Yeah, I believe that. I've seen it. Yeah. So you're you gonna said, fix the uh, AC? What's wrong with it? Is just a com- clutch or? No, it just I don't leak? fucking know what's going on. No, I changed the whole motor out, but it uh like the housing's all jacked up or something. I gotta like reach in there and try to figure out why the housing's fucked. But yeah, I'm gonna drive that shit box around for the next year or two. Nice. Nice. So it's actually worth it that I fucking drove it down there. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this I thing think is actually Trinka now felt bad. He felt bad that you drove it and you were not. It was just going to sit for the rest of eternity. Yeah. So he told some guy to run over his fucking spark. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the only car that I had that was paid off and functional. Yeah, that's what I did. Is that what uh, you're going to use the money for, you're saying? You're just going to rebuild shit Yeah. And then, what, give your wife yeah. the Jeep? Yeah, she's going to... Well, as soon as I get the mold out of the it... The mold machine. Uh, the mold machine. She'll, she'll have that. Because she's going to have the baby much more. So the mold machine will get cleaned out and fixed. And then she'll have that, and I'll drive the ship box, um, which I'm going to just... I might I might lift the front drive and Carolina squat the back... Just to just to make it the most abrasive thing. No, you need here's dude. See that's that's lame. That's the a most, out. I want you have the to most squat abrasive. the front. You have to slam the yeah. front, lift the back. Yeah, face down, ass that up. way. Yes, and it, it's better on gas mileage actually because you're always going downhill. Yeah, the Stager stance. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Yeah. God Face down it. ass And up. your field of view is better because, like, if you're too lifted, you can't see shit low. So slam the I'm front. I'm quoting that. If that, if that becomes a thing, I want it to be known that I called it the Stager stance first. Okay. And uh, With the old F1 shitty. And I don't know when you're going to hear this, my guy, probably a while from now, but, but Egg Rollington. My boy, Michael Webb, we're sorry they stopped making hats on the shop, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this dude, this dude <laughs> bought a hat. I'm wearing the hat, right? I'm wearing the hat. He bought a hat. Um, and immediately, I went to go fulfill the order, and the company was like, yeah, we don't make hats anymore. And I was like, wait, no. what? And it I had to refund him. I'm a person that's just not like- Is it every immediate- type of hat? Yeah, well, they don't make this hat anymore, so I can do the trucker one with the like a trucker cap with a mesh back, but I can't do a normal baseball cap anymore. They stopped making them all, so I have the only your other podcast exclusive. Uh, How much is that hat. worth? You think on open market? Uh, well, they go for about twenty five new, so I'm gonna guess about twelve bucks. Yeah, but one of one. Know. It's a one of one yeah. now. Like they didn't know that. They went, is what it cost. Yeah, when it went for twenty five, yeah. nobody knew it would be a one of one. Yeah. It's like a it's like a first edition Charizard, you know? Yeah, something like that. Oh man. Well, you know what guys? Be This has been a great episode filled with no technical difficulties at all and everything has been running completely the way it should. That's what I wanted to oh. say. Yeah, and you know what? I my brain when as you said that, I went over what we talked about and I remembered something. So you remember how uh like uh solar flares and Chrono mass ejections were blowing your mind, Trinka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what blows my mind? Because you're like, it would fry our technology and leave us so helpless. And Zach, yeah. you may be able to fill in my knowledge gap here because you know more about history than I do. Mm-hmm. But it triggered a memory of that time. I think it had something to do with uh, Cuba and missiles. But we had a huge... Yeah. Uh, we had a huge uh, CME... That happened while we were in a huge, like a standoff with another country. Yeah, and it was off the discipline of one general it was, that stopped it was us from basically launching into a nuclear war yeah. because yeah, there so was like, like communication blackout. So we assumed that yeah. was like we got EMP'd by the enemy, and most people wanted to didn't want to, but thought we I should think, fire. And he said no, single handedly stopping it. I think I have the answers to this. So. This might have been the same time. It was during the Cuban Missile Crisis, which means, which was when Russia was putting missiles in Cuba to launch at the United States, and we were like, "Hey, whoa, bud, that's way too fucking close." Um, like you're 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 overstepping, right? Um, and then there was, I think it was a submarine captain was getting reports of, yeah, uh, like launches 
uh, of nuclear launches. Oh and yeah, his false exact yeah, false positives. Yeah, false positives of nuclear launches. And his job at that point was to launch the nukes. That's his whole job. If nukes get launched, you launch nukes back. And he was just like, no, not doing it. And he and a good thing he did because it was well, all fake. But he his whole job, he completely didn't do his job. He completely said, no, I'm not going to do yeah. that. In the face of his job, I wonder what happened to him. What a hero! Guys, we gotta look guys, up guys, what guys, happened guys. to him. Stanislav Yogravovich Petrov is his name, and he was a lieutenant so he was in on the, the Soviet Air Defense. Yeah, essentially, he yeah. had gotten what they thought was just uh, a just a full on real uh, alarm that you know missiles were fired, and so he he it was his choice to either yeah you know hit the go button and send a nuclear missile off or not. And uh, he thought that it was a false alarm. He judged the reports, looked at it, and so he didn't choose to to hit the button. But yeah, that was in 1983, and it literally could have just yeah. Thank thank you for filling in the, the names world, and stuff. As we know I it. couldn't remember, so but I rem- so 83. So it wasn't during the Cuban Missile Crisis because that was 70s, right? Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now and I don't know. Now we'll to bring it all part. back around, too, <laughs> Trinka, you may yeah. have been right. If we had death noted Hitler out of existence, maybe an officer in the Russian military would have survived that and then had a kid who took over for him. And that guy would have never been in the position to make the call. And we would have had someone more trigger happy start nuclear war and we wouldn't be here. Right. And then this would not be your favorite podcast of the year 433,492. What a dark scenario that is. And on that note, bats and bugs. The year is 443,972. I don't know how close you were, but... Oh, Oh, I said 433,000. Wow, I just pulled that out of my ass, and I was 10K off. Well, I mean, you came up with the number, so... Yeah. (laughs) Which you pulled out of your ass, so... Synchronicity, I guess. Same ass. Let's end it on that. Uh, The dark scenario where your other podcast gets nuked out of existence... Oh my God! Well, that's not going to happen. Kind of like we already are on our socials, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Zucks like we already are. Us. Well, Zucks you know, what? We'll, well, this is us signing off. We'll see you guys later, uh, as long as you know we are not shadow banned by the time this episode comes out, or fully banned. Who knows? But uh, you know, this has been another episode, episode eighteen, with uh, you know Jose, Zach, and uh, Trinka, and we hope you guys enjoyed this one. Have a great day, night, whatever. It is. Yeah, good night, everybody. See you.